Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well. So Wall Street Journal just came out and gave us a warning of a real estate doom loop. Those are their words, not mine. Let's get right over to this article and check out what they're referring to. So they say real estate doom loop threatens Americans, America's banks, regional banks exposure to commercial real estate. Okay, so this is kind of an old story. If you've been following this channel, glad to see the Wall Street Journal catching up to what we were talking about six months ago. <laughs> but maybe they've got some interesting insights here. It's Wall Street Journal, so we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They say Bank OZK, not sure, had two branches in rural Kansas when Chief Executive George Gleason bought it in 1979. The Little Rock lender today has billions of dollars in commercial real estate loans, including, including, did they actually make that typo, Josh? There's no way they made that. Four, they're using four, but they, not like the number four. They forgot to put the U in there. And this is the Wall Street Journal, for heaven's sakes. My goodness. The first video today, we're talking about how Goldman Sachs went full retard. And now it looks like Wall Street Journal <laughs> did the exact same thing. Holy cow, Josh, you never go full retard. This is like the we got Simple Jack writing for the Wall Street Journal right now. Wasn't that the guy's name, Josh? And uh, I think they had me editing that paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and you and uh, yeah, Simple Jack wrote it and you edited it. I guess. All right. Well, let's ignore that for the moment. <laughs> Uh geez. You just can't make this stuff up. Okay. So they have four properties in, including four properties in Miami and my in, in Manhattan, where it's uh helping funding construction of a thousand foot tall office. Oh wow, great. Okay, that should do well. A thousand foot tall office and luxury residential tower in Fifth Avenue. Don't know if I'd want to be building that right now. Regional banks across the country followed a similar playbook, gorging on commercial real estate loans and related investments in big cities over the past decade. With the commercial real estate market now in meltdown, those trends of dollars in loans and investments are looming threat for the banking industry and potentially the broader economy. Now, okay, so we know all this. Bank OZK hasn't pulled back from lending, but they're starting to see some signs of warning or some signs of market trouble. Developer defaulted on roughly $60 million and loans from Bank OZK after construction costs escalated. The bank said the loan considered relatively safe because it was far below. Oh, it wasn't that safe. Okay, so main point here, let's get into this chart. And you can see how much exposure these regional and central banks have to commercial lending or to, to commercial real estate, excuse me. And this is since 2015. So the large banks, uh, they have more, but not dramatically more. We're talking about uh, five, well, I guess that is pretty dramatic, 500 billion more. But these uh, regional banks have over a trillion dollars more than they had on their balance sheet 2015. So they now talk about the shadow lending, the indirect lending, along with foreclosed properties, trading portfolios, and other assets linked to the commercial properties brings banks' total exposure to commercial real estate to 3.6 trillion. Okay, so that's probably that with them using a lot of those assets as collateral for other purchases or collateral to borrow, what have you. The volume of commercial property sales in July was down 74%. Yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me at all. I think what's more importantly is the 
transaction price and how far that's down, but looking at it through the lens of the occupancy rates. And if it's down, it's I mean, that trend is going to continue down most likely for a long time. Lending is their lifeblood in real estate. Regional community banks have long dominated commercial real estate lending. Their importance grew after the 2008 financial crisis when the country's biggest banks reduced their exposure. So they picked up the slack and now they're holding the bag. That's the bottom line. Doom loop scenario is starting to play out in big cities where office vacancies have soared real estate investors that are unable to refinance their debt or can only do it at high rates are defaulting. The lenders no longer getting the debt payments often have to write down the value of those mortgages. Sometimes the bank ends up owing on the property. This blows a hole in the asset side of their balance sheet, which could put them in a position where they're, they're basically have negative cash flow. I mean, think about this. This is exactly what happened to Silicon Valley Bank. Now, Silicon Valley Bank, the problem there was they had all of these assets, but they had to take a haircut on the assets. That's the bottom line. Where the asset is a treasury or the asset is a mortgage-backed security or the asset is a loan on a commercial building it's all the same concept. If you have depositors leaving or if you take a haircut on those assets for whatever reason, that can blow a hole in your balance sheet and that can wipe out your equity. And you can go from being in a good position based on what the regulators are saying to bust almost overnight. So this Scott Relch Reckler, chief executive of real estate investors, RXR, the plumbing is clogged right now. And that is going to create backup and will eventually overflow into commercial real estate and the banking system. I think they're talking about the liquidity needed for these things to stay afloat and for them to roll over their debt. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Ceresna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macroeconomics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Go down to another chart here. Banks exposure to commercial real estate quarterly 2015 to 2000. 23. They're breaking breaking that upper number down into uh, a little more detail. Office and apartment lending has gone up. I wouldn't be as, well, I'd be worried about office. Apartment, not so much, although they could have some serious problems. I mean, a lot of the members in our mastermind group are uh, have a lot of these apartment buildings, and some of them are experiencing serious problems right now. They're, they're having a tough time rolling over that debt. And even if they are able to roll over the debt, that puts them into a position where they're negative cash flow. And that's apartments. And so apartments should be the cleanest, dirty shirt in the hamper, right? Uh, office, way worse. And uh, it just goes downhill from there. Construction loans. Okay, so this is interesting. So this is what's going on with the, the bank's balance sheets, it looks like. At least these regional banks. 
since 2015. So construction loans up, small business loans, uh, not up much. Commercial mortgage-backed securities, real estate investor loans. Huh, that's interesting. So between 2015 and 2022, banks more than doubled their indirect real estate exposure. Yeah, so remember, it's not just the assets on their balance sheet. It's what they're doing with those assets and how they're leveraging them uh, that could give them more net exposure to the overall commercial real estate market. It also includes investments, bond notes, commercial mortgage-backed securities, banks boosted lending to small businesses that use property as collateral. There we go. Exactly what I was talking about. Holding commercial mortgage-backed securities and loans to mortgage REITs and other non-bank lenders accounted for about 18% of the near $3.6 trillion in commercial real estate exposure to 2022. Yeah, so in quick... Oh, let's look at this chart. This might be interesting. So the maturing commercial property loans by lender type. Oh, yeah, this matters. This is a really big deal. So this is how much debt is needing to be rolled over annually. And you can see this year we've got... 400 billion, but next year, when we most likely will be in a recession, we've got 500 billion that needs to be rolled over. And uh, that is in a time where even though interest rates might be low, money is going to be very, very tight. And it really doesn't go below 400 billion until 2028. So I think the main takeaway here and the doom loop that they were trying to articulate in this article is simply the fact that there's all this commercial real estate on the balance sheets of these regional banks that are already in trouble. They're already having, having deposit flight out to some of the bigger banks. And the fact that these landlords, the people that own these properties that have borrowed from the banks, they're seeing their overall cash flow decrease because their occupancy rates are going down. The fact that those occupancy rates go down, the cash flow goes down, that means the value of the property goes down. Even when you, uh, even when you exclude the fact that cap rates have gone up because the Fed's increased interest rates and therefore that drive the price down even further. So then this puts these landlords in a position where it's better for them just to hand their keys back to the bank. Well, the bank takes control of that asset. Well, they don't want it. They're going to have to fire sell it just like they had to fire sell assets back in 2009, 2010, 2011. I know because I was buying these uh, houses that the banks were trying to get off their balance sheet, they're selling for 50 cents on the dollar back in 2012. So they're going to have to do the exact same thing, which uh, you know makes that which reduces their equity position, which really makes their balance sheet even more unstable to the point where they might actually go bust. And this creates a lot more systemic risk, and that risk would translate into money being tighter. These regional banks want to lend a lot less. And this happens in a time in 2024, 25, 26, where these commercial real estate borrowers are going to need a lot of dollar liquidity that is currently drying up for the reasons we just talked about. That's pretty much a summation of that doom loop that Wall Street Journal is talking about. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market, capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.